Hi, and welcome to the 14th episode of Breaking Free Podcast, a body-mind-spirit approach to mental health. I'm your host, Summer Seitz, and I'm excited to speak with you today on building from strength towards weakness. Real quick, before we kind of talk more about this topic, I just want to uh, let you know that um, there are still a few spots left in our Orlando seminar for those of you that live out that way. This will be an intimate event of 50 women or possibly less, and we hope that you will consider that if that's something that speaks to you. Um, This will be a kind of a hands-on personal event. Um, You can check it out at wholewomenlink.com. There's lots of info there. And um, just loving the idea of gathering. We're going to talk a little bit about that in this podcast, gathering to strength. There's such strength that comes from really where Whole Women Link began is this idea that we need to gather in wholeness, right? And in common intention. Uh, Crystal, Nick Staten, and I both share that intention of uh, sharing things that we've learned about how to step into wholeness with the the group, with our Whole Women Link listeners and those that attend our seminars, and also with our my, my podcast community here at Breaking Free Podcast. So if all you can do right now is gather with me in this podcast, I really appreciate that too. Some of you, if you join the podcast, um, you may get every episode. I don't have every episode listed at wholewomenlink.com, and that would be great. And, you know, comment and and uh, let us know how you're receiving this information. Great. So this has been a while. It's been about a month since I've last uh, podcasted with you. I've been busy doing my own growth work. Uh, I like to keep this authentic and real. I'm going to share some of that learning with you today. I think I'm not that much different than most women. I go along and I grow and I do well for a while. I'm using my skills. I'm regulating. And then every once in a while, I run into kind of a wall, right? I run into something that maybe I haven't yet worked through. I feel like healing is like being an onion, right? There's many, many layers. There are many, many layers to kind of stepping into, expanding, moving into higher levels of development and enlightenment. And we run into those things that get in our way. That's actually a good thing. I think that they're showing up for us. It doesn't feel like it at the time, but as you shed them and you use tools to release them, it's about coming home to yourself. I had a conversation recently with a client that I kind of want to share just the concept of it with you that really reminded me of this principle. A lot of times we approach our growth process as believing that we're not enough and that we need to eventually work hard enough to arrive at becoming something, you know, more than we are now. And I'd like to give you a completely different view. I'd like you to think about the fact that you already are enough, that you already are everything that you need to be. It lies within you. It lies in your spirit, right? It lies in that all that knowledge, all that learning uh, that you have, all that 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 record, that blueprint of you know your life's purpose and mission and who you're meant to be in that that level of you. The problem is, is that we have a body mind, right? We now, that's not necessarily a problem, but that is where our our experiences, false or positive, are stored. They're stored on that body mind. And not all of our body mind experiences speak our truth. Some of them have spoken lies to us about who we are, uh, what the world is. um, Who, um, You know, I I often test this with clients by saying, hey, just answer the question. I am, people are, the world is. Take a moment and just think about that. I am, what comes up for you? People are, the world is. Some people come up with very protective, fearful, negative thoughts around those because they've had some 
realistic experience that has taught them that. Fear is five times more likely to record on the brain and the brain, again, that's part of that mind body, right? We have the, the conscious part of our brain and we have the subconscious, but that conscious brain records those experiences to help us avoid painful experiences. The problem is, is we may not be in danger now, or we may want to move out of that danger into higher ways of, of being. And that, that fear can be very paralyzing. Those beliefs can be um, very halting and not allow us to move forward. So a lot of the work I do with people in trauma work is helping them recognize what is on the stage of their brain, what feelings, thoughts, emotions, beliefs that are getting in the way of their truth, which is really who they are. So I want you to think of this process as shedding things that are not of you, right? You're letting go of things that are not of you, not striving to become, but letting go of. This is about restoration. Healing's about restoration. I'm, you're being restored to who you always were, not creating something completely new. It feels like you're creating something totally new, right? Because you are create, having a new mind body. But I want you to know that who you are has always been there on that spirit level. And I think that's helpful when we talk about strength, right? Because there's strength in knowing that there's already experience to draw upon. There's already a seed of who you are meant to become already within you. And really it's about quieting that body mind enough to hear it and to allow it to come forward. And that's where mindfulness practices become so valuable, right? Is that ability to calm and that body and get in that relaxed muscle body and then be able to center our thinking and focus it on truth and release beliefs, patterns, behaviors that are not of you. So that is kind of the goal. Some of you will need help in that. You will need help, professional help in that, or at least someone who isn't in that stuckness, right? In my last podcast, we talked about we need a bridge. You need someone already in that thinking, that mindset or development, or at least has the skills to get you there to help you bridge because you don't know what you don't know, right? You can't arrive at a level of development you've never been at. And that's why if you look, I believe your higher power will constantly send you mentors. Those mentors may be physical. They may be in teachings that you receive, ideas that come to your mind, but there will be this mentoring. I've had clients really get worried about whether or not the mentoring that they're receiving is, um, you know, getting them there fast enough right? Getting them there fast enough. And and what I want you to do is just learn, and this was in a previous podcast, but this idea of peaceful surrender, right? You're surrendering to something, right? You're surrendering to your highest self. You're surrendering to your higher power and letting go of things, like letting go and letting God kind of idea. And this isn't about you doing this all yourself. This is about you seeking strength, right? Strength beyond yourself to help you become something that maybe you couldn't become without that strength. There's wisdom in recognizing that we need each other. So let's talk about imbalance, right? Just to give you a picture of this. There's a a misconception in the world that the goal is self-reliance. This is a common misconception that I regularly see. And it, it saddens me, but again, I understand that people are where they're at. Now, I don't believe that it's not important to do the things that we can do for ourselves, right? When we do the things for other people that they can do for themselves, we teach them that they are weak. So wherever your development is, if you're able to do those things, you do them for yourselves, right? It it helps acknowledge confidence comes in efficacy. We know this from research. So if there's something that you can do, we're going to encourage someone that, hey, you can do that. And let me maybe bridge or scaffold you to be able to do that. 
um, help you have gain the skills. So in that way, moving towards self-reliance is very, very helpful. And that's often why people talk about that kind of self-reliance growth work. But the concept that overall, the goal in life is to become self-reliant, right? I don't need anybody or anything. I've arrived at this place where I've, I'm completely independent. That's a false concept. Because really, the more that you know, the more you know that you don't know. Wisdom is recognizing with humility that there's so much that you'll never know, right? And that you're always going to be in need of help. That we have inherent weakness and that we're always in need of strength. Wise people seek mentors. Wise people receive strength from outside of themselves. Usually what I find is someone who wants to live that very self-reliant life, life where they just kind of are an island of themselves because of injury. You've been injured by people, right? Your I am, the world is, people are, is pretty pretty negative, right? So I just trust myself and I only trust myself, so I'm going to hang out over here on my island. Well, we are designed to be in relationship with each other, and that can be very isolating. And that is our most anxious and depressed population. That kind of avoidant attachment style is our most unhealthy group. So what I'm trying to say to you is you were made for relationship. You were made for something called interdependence. Strength is in interdependence. People that have support network systems, those are the strongest, right? People that gather to strength and recognize their need for outside strength. I want you to think about right now where your sources of strength are in yourself already. There's things that you already bring to the table. We don't want to approach our lives with a concept of I'm not enough and these are all the things I'm bad at and now if I just hate myself enough and get on the right self-improvement program, maybe I'll overcome that. I've done that. I've done that. I, I podcasted with you on the Try Hard Give Up cycle about how in my earlier years, I had this tendency to do that. I would kind of shame myself, this perfectionistic mindset that I held. Okay, I got to do better. I got to be better. I got to earn that love and acceptance of other people. And I would push through with all my willpower and do those things. And then for a while, I'd feel good because I accomplished that goal through that hard effort all on my own. But what happens when you do that? Eventually you wear out, right? So I'd have these moments of just complete wear out, right? Complete burnout where I'd have to just kind of isolate myself and just regroup so that I could get up on that wagon and try hard again. There really was no joy in that and no sustainability either. So strength is about recognizing again that we all are in need of someone and that we already have strength and capacity, with both within our own spirit and also in our body and our minds. There are things that you have already overcome. There are things that you've done that are difficult that you got through. Right? You did that. Um, I sat with a group of women today, and I, I was thinking about them, and they'll know who they are. But just this idea that they already had so much strength in their spiritual development. They already had so much strength in their uh, desire for change. That's strength. Right? Even if it's the desire that you hold and the faith that you have in it, that's a strength. We want to move from our strength toward our weakness. We're going to capitalize on our strength. We're going to capitalize on our support systems. We're going to capitalize on um, the gifts that we have, not only that we have, but the people that we have in our lives. Right? One of the things that I've had to learn a little bit the hard way, because again, because of my uh, previous stance on I'm going to just do this all myself, is that I need, I need family, right? I need community. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't have the easiest time asking for help. 
I really like to do things myself. Why? Because I know I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to be able to depend on myself. And because I don't like the pain of being let down. Anybody else relate to that? I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. But the problem is, is that I, I reconfirm my belief, right? Intention creates reality. And my intention is, is that people will let me down. My intention is, is that people aren't trustworthy. And guess what shows up for me all the day long because of that? That very thing. So I confirm my belief. So I have learned, I've learned in this later years of my life that one of the things I can do to build strength is to start with my brain. Start to what's on the stage of brain and, and start with strength there. So I'm going to introduce you today a skill that I like to use, and these are called I am statements. I want to create something on the on that intentional level, on that kind of spirit level, before I want to see it show, before it's going to show up on my mind body, right? Before it's going to show up in my life. And I'm going to start with I am statements, right? You could say something like, I am anxious and I am depressed, right? Then you are going to be that. You're going to confirm that. Now, this isn't denial, guys. This isn't about living in denial where you're like, yeah, I, even though I meet all the criteria for, you know, something, it doesn't exist. It is, it can still be acknowledgement of what is and moving towards your goal. So you could say, I am moving out of depression. I am finding skills to overcome the, you know, dark feelings that I'm having. You see how I'm already moving out of it? I can even declare the truth that I'm hoping to arrive at as kind of my start with the end in mind concept. So I may start with, which I often do when I'm feeling insecure, I start with, you know, I am a being of divine light. I am accomplishing the goals that I set for myself. I am living my highest truth. Right? So I can I can use these statements and that's what it's priming my mind and strength. I'm using that power of mindset to then look for that in my life. Intentions are very different than goals because goals are future oriented. They're about having a set result. And intentions kind of like your North Star I will set goals according to that in intention, but that intention can be there all day long. I'm not going to fail at it, right? Every day I will define differently how I'm moving towards my highest truth, if that's my intention. I am moving towards my highest truth. And what's wonderful about an intention over a goal is that I'm not stuck on the idea that it has to come in a certain way. I know a lot of people who are very goal-oriented, and I'm very goal-oriented as well. I, Of course, it's a person, a, a business owner, a parent, I have to have goals. But what I like to do is let my intentions refine those goals and have those goals be somewhat flexible and have that intention kind of guide them. Because you can have a goal that gets in the way of your intention, right? What if my intention was to build a stronger relationship with my children, right? What if that's my intention? And then I set a goal that I would do that by maybe spending X amount of time with my child per day, something like that. Now that might be a decent goal because it's just time, but I may think that I need to spend time with them, reading to them or going, you know, take them on my grocery shopping run or whatever. And now I have a set way that I feel that that's going to be enacted. Well, where does that fall apart? That doesn't allow for the creativity to accept the present moment. Guys, you don't know what's going to show up in your day until it shows up there. What is wonderful is when you're primed to look for and see the gifts that are already coming for you to be able to be creative and open enough to go, okay, this is my higher power creating with me, right? Maybe this interdependence and helping me reach my goal. And now I can reach out and do that. I also like to set goals with 
my higher power and my intention. Okay, this is my intention, God. What are the goals I could set today to help reach that? Again, trying to stay as much present-centered as you can. I find when we have very set routine and set goals that I know a lot of people who reach a lot of goals but are not consciously living. They're not in the present. And their happiness is only lasting about as long as that goal until they get to the next goal. And they're so rigidly fixed on those goals that they're not able to see the opportunities for change and growth that are in there every day. Because again, growth is about expansion. If we do the same thing over and over, we're not generally growing. Yeah. So just another thing as we look at uh, building from strength towards weakness, um, you are not you are not your weaknesses, right? You are not your body. I often see this in diagnosing. You know, we are not our ail- ailments, right? There's a I'm going to share this quote with you. This is from Dr. Bessel A. Vanderkolk. He wrote the book. The body keeps score, brain, mind, and body and healing trauma. I love studying trauma because the body really is the gateway to healing. And the more you understand about the body, it teaches you about so many other things. And this is what he says about this brain disease model, kind of this idea that you're stuck in this alien body and there's no ability to change that. Some of you have ailments, and this is what he has to say about this. The brain disease model overlooks four fundamental truths. Number one, our capacity to destroy one another is matched by our capacity to heal one another. We can both heal and hurt each other. It's your choice which one you're on, right? Restoring relationships and community is central to restoring well-being. Language gives us the power to change ourselves and others by communicating our experiences and helping us define what we know and finding a common sense of meaning. I just talked to you about that, right, with language, right, how we use I am statements. We have the ability to regulate our own physiology, including some of the so-called involuntary functions of the body and brain, through such basic activities as breathing, moving, touching, mindfulness practices, right? And number four, we can change social conditions to create environments in which children and adults can feel safe and where they can thrive. Because we can build strength. It doesn't matter how what the level of weakness is. I, one of the things I fundamentally believe is that there is beauty for ashes. I have seen so many people choose and desire to heal. And then because they have that intention, because they have that belief, and they have that firm, I am healing, I will heal, they attract it to them. It's just, it's, it's like a power that returns to them. I, I, it's so important to start with that strength. Think about it in terms of the people in your life, right? Your children, your family members, they aren't their weaknesses. There's something so much more. I often would approach my kids before I understood this about their behaviors. You know, you, and that's still great to start with their strength and their behaviors, right? You finished your room. You did that. You know, maybe they want to do other good behaviors, but that still communicates to them that they are their their behaviors, right? They are the things that they do. Remember, healing's an inside job. We want to go a little deeper with the people in our lives and say, you are loved, you are precious. I got to say this to my sweet daughter who's 13 on the way to school the other day. I was thinking about this podcast and I said to her, you are such an amazing person. You have such amazing gifts and you are going to do such amazing things in this world. You guys just see her light up and receive that. I mean, she's on her way into junior high, you know, the abyss of life. I mean, who wants to do junior high again? Not me, right? And so you can prime the brains of the people in your life. You can prime yourself each morning. Look in the mirror. You are a survivor. You are overcoming. You are helped. There, There is help and strength for you. 
This is my podcast for today. I hope that you will capitalize on the strength that's all around you. One thing else I like to add is that there is equal amounts of positive energy and negative energy around us at all times. Some of you get kind of downtrodden. You're like, oh, the world's getting more evil and it's getting more. Well, you know what? As things expand on the negative, things also expand on the positive. This is in science and it's across the board. We see that research shows that we've never lived. There's never been a better time to live actually than now, believe it or not. If you look at the research, it shows that the quality of life is actually higher. But unfortunately, media doesn't reflect that, right? There's a lot of negative messaging. So what I would have you do is be very selective about what's on the stage of your mind, what you say to others, what you say to yourself. Be conscious about that. And the strength will grow and overcome your weakness. This is my podcast for today. Thanks for listening. Your time is important to me. I hope you'll join the podcast and share it. Uh, I believe this is an important message. And I look forward to speaking with you again.